No, I'm still talking, Dave. Fuck off with your finger. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to Extreme Tasting League Scotch Edition. I'm your host, Dave. I'm totally keeping that. I'm Perrin. And I'm pissed off. Because <laughs> I was still telling a story to Perrin. God damn it. All right. Um, I have no idea what your story is. I, I'm, I'm serious, and we were discussing World of Warcraft, and it's okay. No Just because I, I play. And Josh is still here. Yeah, who wants to talk about massively multiplayer online role-playing games? I think we should, because you, you might have a reason to... He, he might have a reason to, to keep the topic rolling here. Yeah, I'm Josh. I'm also known as Mr. Skullhead to a select and worthy few of... Uh, you know, I'm an internet celebrity in a very small group of people. So, uh, you know, in the right circumstance, I can feel like the god of uh, internet puns. I uh, worked for Kingdom of Loathing, an online role-playing game with uh, a couple couple million people have been through there over the past 10 years, and it's 10 years old, which is ancient by internet standards, but is still afloat and still providing the livelihood for several people. Is this the cake is alive? No. no. That's Portal. Portal. Oh, but there's yeah. something about a cake, right? Our cakes all have references to the band cake in them. Okay. So, you know, the description will be, this is a beautiful piece of cake. The icing on the cake is like a serene, translucent lake. You know, that kind of thing. You'll, you'll have to go the distance to eat this cake. By the, like, 20th cake we put in there, I was really going for deep bowls. <laughs> you know, like, you know, Mr. Mastodon Farm, like, B-side, first album. <laughs> the uh, Kingdom of Loathing is stick figures. Okay. It, is, it has been referred to as the Amish World of Warcraft. If you're, if you're familiar with uh, the tattoos that Matt had, he's got this, a stick figure on his neck that is the, the pretty much like the logo of Kingdom of Loathing. Yeah, it's a, a stick figure with a sword in one hand and a martini glass in the other, which is, uh, I mean, the, the whole sensibility is made, is like XKCD crossed with Monty Python, okay. crossed with Mystery Science Theater, which we have no, we had no capacity for making fancy graphics or sound or things that move. So we had to describe everything, and we are wise asses by nature, so we couldn't describe things without making them funny. So now I think pretty much any pop culture phenomenon you can imagine has been parodied once or twice in, in the kingdom itself. And or in the Kingdom of the Living comic book, which is now available at the source comic book shop in Minneapolis. Roseville. Roseville. Minneapolis metro area. And, and there's some interesting... Uh... You know, little references in the tree. Does, doesn't Matt even have a, a tribute of sorts in the game at this point? He does. There was a punk giant that I had to write. So I wrote him and like, here, give me like five references I can put in here that'll make punk rock assholes like you happy. So he, he fed me some band names and lyrics so that we could look really clever. So I said something about as you approach the giant, he shakes the metallics on his, in his jacket. So, you know, the word metallics, but that's Matt Alex. For people who know, because you know, I love that guy. <laughs> the, uh, and doesn't doesn't the punk? He's got he's got a mohawk, right? Yeah, he, he is absolutely mad. Only uh, only real big. I'm just torn because I'm picturing enjoying Kingdom of Loathing, which just seems like an oxymoron. <laughs> well, the loathing is is not required. It uh, when he created the game, he made a folder called Loathing. Uh, this is Zach Johnson, the the guy who created it. And put all of his images and files in there, and then called it the Kingdom of Loathing, and has regretted it ever since. Really? Because people say, well, why can't it be the Kingdom of Loving? Like, that just sounds that sounds like an angry thing. The, the, king, the Kingdom of Loathings, or Loving, sounds like a place I don't necessarily want to go. Well, that's Second Life. That's a, that's a different, <laughs> different role-playing thing entirely. 
Yes. The, uh, oh, there was a thing. It was right, right there. No, it went away. If it comes back, I'll let you know. Okay. <laughs> so, what did you pour? This is the Glenfiddich Distillery Edition. As opposed to all the rest of the Glenfiddich, which comes out of a garden hose. Well, this, this, it, is this, I think this might be the closest thing to a cast strength they put out. Yeah, it's 102 proof. Wow. So, I mean, it's little is 51%. So, yeah, I can tell there's alcohol. Yep. Oh, yeah. And, um, but otherwise, it smells like a fig. Oh. Yeah, it's, uh... Well, my nostrils are clearing up. Or yeah. burning yeah. out. Um, smoke. smoke. Definitely caramel. smoke. Um, Light hint of apple. Alcohol. Yeah, I'm not feeling any smoke, but I could be just crazy on that, too, mm-hmm. so... Yeah, I'm getting the apple when I move my face far enough away that the uh, nostril hairs don't burn. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, there's, there's a lot of alcohol in this. I made the mistake of the initial sniff being, mm-hmm. like, nose deep. Yeah, this, this one I've got to swirl quite a bit and then just kind of slowly inhale. I'm going to waft. Oh, wow, like, that's... Like hard. I learned... Yeah, I did in science class, yes, yes, yes. yes. Science! Yeah, well, I'll, I'll, I'll do the Mad Alex for science and stick my nails right in there. <laughs> I'm wafting for science. Yeah, Matt would already be butt-chugging this, let's just be honest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I think he might have been the first person. butt checking. I, I think he might have been the first person we had to tell to slow down <laughs> on the show. I was like, no, no, Dave sets the pace. I'm in charge of pace. I want to drink more. Uh, and 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 he's he's gotten more. I I've I've uh, been fortunate enough to appear on on uh, apropos of nothing a couple of times. Uh, one time with Dave, um, but a couple of other times. Three times total, right? I might actually. Does that equal something? Yes. Yeah. No, I might even get four. Or, um, I believe at that point you become something. I did, I did one be before you, lady now one with four. you, and at least one <laughs> since you possibly two. Since. I'd have to double check. I know I'm at least at three. I might I might just be a three people right now. I don't want to all speculate know, on his sexual organs at this point. All I know is uh, I, I I have been on the show enough times that they have dubbed me Celia Scotchbringer. So <laughs> I, I have my official uh, classic uh, old school title. So. Uh, Ooh, I think Perrin must have taken the drink. I did! I took the Lindbergh baby! <laughs> so, wow! So, so, so this, I shot Kennedy! So, so, I'll talk! <laughs> so, this, wow, this, 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 is, this is harsh. This is the waterboarding yeah. of the scotch, apparently. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm good now with neat. I don't need any more neat. My tongue has a hole in it. Wow. No, this is not good... Um, I think Ron Swanson is asking for ice cubes at this point. Is it's uh, it's too manly even. Yeah, this is this is um, abrupt. Yeah, the, <laughs> it, honestly, it wasn't bad on my palate until I opened my mouth. Oh yeah, well you're not supposed to open your mouth. That's one of the rules. Well, see, here's the thing. Thanks for a lousy podcast. <laughs> after, after you swallow, you do need to open your mouth again at some point to try again, and that's when the uh, air hit my tongue and set it on fire. Um, I don't. Yeah, was, I would just list this as not recommended meat. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll go with that. <laughs> we'll go with it's that. A, the nose mellows out. Am I that very... much of an alcoholic that that's not really bothering me all that much? Yes, yes, okay. you are. Just, just making sure. Need, need it's a shooter, man. It's it's actually yeah. got a nice 
sweetness to it, but mm-hmm. you the sips that I got are like, man, you really just have to knock that back to the back of your mouth. Yeah, it, 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 it's sweet. It's not, it's not quite Honeycrisp sweet apple, but it's definitely a really this, sweet apple. This the is, nose gets nice with neat, some water. Neat, you take a shot and then have somebody punch you. Mm. That's that's how you drink this neat. I'm not going anywhere near your bed life account. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's generally dangerous. So with the water, I'm thinking it still smells like a going pudding. Yeah, I mean it's it's got it's got the fruity notes. It's got. Uh, oh, it's not even fruity. It's just apple. There's, yeah, there's, oh, yeah, there's, there's, there's a lot of apple. Which is weird because usually they're they're somewhere between apple and pear, but this this is all apple. Mm-hmm. All yeah. apple all the time. Mm. Okay, so wet. I'm getting. It's a little abrasive on the initial taste. Um, the palate, though, it's interesting. Mm. It's astringent. Yeah, yeah. There's too much, too much rubbing alcohol in there for me. Yeah, it, I was initially I was thinking, oh, this is going to be. Oh no, it's not. The disappointment. As, as the palate filters, the disappointment rises. Hmm. Here's something that I found fairly interesting over the years of doing this, is that distiller's dishes are surprisingly bad. Yeah. Like, the distillers yeah. don't seem to put out good stuff. I think the only thing that I've liked the distiller's edition of more than the regular edition is, is the Oban. The, and the maybe Oban the Talisker. So maybe maybe with the distillers edition, it's their opportunity to say fuck y'all, I, I, well, and charge you a little bit. I don't, so, to, to, to be fair, I don't know that we've done the Dalwini not distillers edition. Ah, possible. But the Dalwini distillers was actually pretty good. Maybe if you're a guy who's distilling scotch all the time, you get kind of numb and you want to get into the freaky stuff. So like. But this like, is the only way I can feel feelings anymore. This is the only yeah. way I can come. This, yeah, to make a really well, astringent scotch. By the way, speaking of, of astringents, um, so I was in uh, CDS's bathroom and <laughs> I saw. Oh, I, yes! I don't, yes! I, I don't, this is how so many stories start. <laughs> I, I, I did not snoop. These are just the things that were facing me as I stood at the toilet. Yep. Uh, <laughs> yeah. There was uh, a bottle of witch hazel, sure. Uh, a bottle of malt vinegar, sure. And, I'll explain that one. And safety goggles. And I would like you <laughs> to not explain, explain why any of those three things are in the bathroom because I have such such tales to tell about. Okay, well, the, the witch hazel is self-explanatory. It, it belongs there. The other two are there because um, three days ago I had to take um, the, the, the sink had clogged up sufficiently that I needed to take um, some, some drain cleaner to it. And because the, the bathroom sink clogs nearly solely uh, on the amount of hair that is in it, Imagine. I specifically have um, the, the heavy lye-based, um, it's not Drano, but it's a, a Drano-like thing, that says, wear safety goggles, have vinegar prepared, uh, have, have vinegar available in case you spill it on yourself or immediate pouring on yourself. So... The, the malt vinegar is in there specifically in case I didn't do it. And, and then I take a bowl and I cover the drain because it says, beware of lie explosions. And You so, told the cover story well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it, it, that, that is exactly why that stuff is I, in there. And I, I simply failed to pull it out of the bag. I, I saw a box that said temporary price reduction. Mm-hmm. And all I could think is, wow, that's a nice, a nice thing for a store to do. Here. 
Buy this. Temporary price reduction. We'll charge your card. Sometime in the future, the price will go back up, and we'll take the money. <laughs> and then they come around to your house. That's what yeah, that, 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 that was probably the, the, the breathe right strips. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'd like to sell cars. Temporary price reduction. Ooh, it's cheap. And now it's not. Pay up. Yeah. I, I was just imagining that you had like a, some kind of gastrointestinal distress and a craving for fish and chips. Yes, because it was like, the fish and chips yeah. vinegar, right? I can't, maybe, can't leave the bathroom, but goddamn, am I going to eat some fish and maybe chips? Maybe fish and <laughs> chips but we have give to be him safe about it. Maybe fish and chips give him gastrointestinal distress, but he just can't stop. See, no, see, see that, that is the more likely scenario. In all honesty, oh, this is so good! Oh God, this is delicious! Oh God, the goggles—they do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I know this is going to go right through me, so I'm just going to sit right here. I should have gotten the breathe right strip. Oh wait, no, that's not helping. Now I smell everything. <laughs> it's like the end of 2001, A Space Odyssey. Honestly, I smell everything. You from I don't know, I'm asleep. I put them on my cats. Nothing can keep me from snoring. It's not happening. I, I no longer snore. Breathing machine. It does it for me. Oh, you, you got the Vader? Yes. Nice. I, I really should get one of those. The, the, the Breathe Rights is more for when I'm having um, a cold and I need to do something to uh, be able to sleep. It's not something that I wear on a regular basis. So you mix the scotch with enough water, and it becomes something that I would drink, but it's still like, it reminds me of drinking cheap tequila, actually. Oh. Te- tequila is something that I really like, and I'll, I'll sip a tequila yeah. all day long, but this is like a, not it's like drinking bear? sour. No, not, not. There's such a burn to it, and so astringent, it's, it's not my favorite. Yeah, uh, this is this is just, it's too brutal. I'm, yeah, this is, is pretty harsh as far as things are concerned in that I... I normally try to listen to the flavors that are coming out of it, but man, I don't want to. A little horrible screaming. Oh. If you seriously water it down, it just becomes slightly sweet apple. And it's not too bad. Yeah. But at that level, it's like drinking a weak apple corn and not Glenfiddich anymore. It's not... I don't know. I, uh... I bought this specifically because Dave's a fan of the Fiddick, generally speaking. Um, and I wasn't sure I had enough cast strengths to do the episode of the cast strengths we did with the Glovers and Tim a year ago, which was hilarious to have Tim drinking cast strengths. But <laughs> <clears throat> Let's see. There's a lot of words here, so I'm picking where to start. The distillery edition has been released in small quantities as an addition. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> That's all we could sell as an addition to Glen, the Glenfiddich's award-winning range to showcase Glenfiddich's rich artisanal spirit. The whiskey has been matured for 15 years oh, shit. in American and European oak. Oh, I'll believe it. Including rare Orloso sherry casks. Oh, yeah, that's why. Those are rare. And is non-chill filtered. For a smoother mouthfeel. My entire aunt, Fanny. The result is a truly exceptional single malt with concentrated floral flavors and intense, lingering, spicy pepper aromas. That I won't give it. This whiskey is presented... I now want to read it in a, in a bad Japanese accent. This whiskey is presented at 102 proof. To pour further, to fully appreciate the complexities of its flavor, 
We recommend the addition of a good quantity of water to taste or a small amount of ice. Yep. Color. No joke. Deep autumnal golden barley. I didn't realize that was a color. It's my favorite sting song. Nose. Delicate floral aromas with hints of freshly ground black pepper and vanilla. Palette. Creamily smooth with floral and spicy notes of black pepper and gentle, luscious mm. fruit. Mm. Finish. Lingering, sweet, and <clears throat> velvety. Oh. 51% alcohol by volume. Yeah. What a load of shit. Yes. Uh, significant cork dockery does exist within these notes. At, at a near one-to-one, -one, actually, it was pretty tasty. Mm. But, like I said, it was, it was pretty much just, to me, a, a you know, weak apple alcohol. This is the Valley of the Deer. No, that's what the Glenfiddich is, is right, the Valley of the Deer. Distilled and matured in the Valley of the Deer. Yeah. I suspect, perhaps, in their poop. <laughs> <laughs> I do not recommend this. I imagine they charge more for it. Probably. Yeah. And I'm singularly unimpressed. I like cask strength. I mean, I don't have a problem drinking cask strength. That was icky. Yeah, I, I, I'm pretty sure price point, that's a two, three, or four, which means somewhere between 60 and 100, and I'm thinking more 75 to 100. Uh, I, I'm going to, I'm gonna just going to go out on a limb and say 1.75. And this is coming from someone who likes the Fiddick. Yeah, I, I usually do. This is not, was not pleasant. I've got the 12, I've got the 18, I've got the 21 Grand Reserva. I, I like the Fiddick. It's usually pretty tasty stuff. This is not. Don't buy it. Seriously, like, get the 18. There's some good Glenfiddich out there. I, I, that's what my um, mother-in-law buys me, which I have an awesome mother-in-law. She's given me a large amount of scotch and an old leaded crystal de um, decanter and drinking glasses with thistles engraved on them. That's it. Oh, I'm still your mother-in-law. My, my, my wife is like... And I get clothing that is not, that is like one style behind what I actually wear now. So, ha! Oh, and Dead Man's Coats, because she works at a resale shop. Mm. I've gotten an awesome uh, Burberry ring coat that had never been worn, mm. and a leather jacket. I'm like, this is the best thing ever. But I would give it a uh, 1.5. I, uh, I don't. I wouldn't, honestly, you'd have to really push me to drink it again. I'd say 1.8. There's, there's something really broy about this where I can just picture, like, dude, like scotch bra? Check out this scotch. It'll fucking burn your nose off, bra. I'll bet you probably won't even like it. Here, have some, dude. Yeah, fucking shots. Like, yeah. So, so, so you're saying yeah, I should like, mail this to Don? Yeah, Don would probably do it. He would miss Owen Yeager, but he would take <laughs> Take that, Adam. Oh, that's horrible. All right, all right. Um, I, I'm going to be apparently slightly generous. I, I didn't think this fell below a two, and that's mostly because a sufficient amount of water did save it. 
And that's not necessarily a, a, a high praise for it, but in, in, you know, in terms of things, because it is a, a, a potent scotch, and because it is still quite flavorful um, with that much water in it, uh, it means the bottle will last for a while. Mm. Um, I think there are certainly better places to sink the amount of money that it would take to purchase one of these bottles. But I don't think it was quite as bad as the other strong scotches that, that we have had previously. Um, and and I certainly had things that, that deserved things below two more than this did. Because I have to say, this would last a long time on my mm. shelf. It, will uh, it, would, well. it, would last, it would last forever, in <laughs> fact. And um, I agree with you. If you add enough water to not taste the scotch anymore, it's not bad. Yeah. Not well with ginger ale. <laughs> no, no, it wouldn't. Actually, um, I, I, I don't think so. With enough ginger ale, it would go be just fine. It, I'm thinking one part scotch and ten parts ginger ale. It, 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 Ooh, mimosas. It, this, this, this may be one I end up giving to AON, but you know. Hey, Matt. Oh, I like that they're dumping ground. <laughs> well, well, no. It sucks. See. Here, you'll like it. No, it's I, booze of the AON. Honestly, I've not given them anything that, that has been in the spectacular range, but like. Whoa, so, whoa, that's totally a lie. No, I didn't. I, I have not given them anything that sucked. I've given no, the episode that we were that you and I were on together. I remember us picking very specifically ones we did not want to ever drink again. We didn't give them anything lower than a two, though, and we had some. I did not give them the Lismore, for instance, which we hadn't had yet. But I mean, since then, I've not. <laughs> well, that's like handing somebody the Black Death and saying, "Here, try this." Yeah. I, I didn't give them any of the cast drinks that were bad. I did give them one of the cast drinks at one point, but not that, you know, the, the ones that were utter crap. <laughs> hey, man, so, how's it going? <laughs> he listens. Oh, no. He, I, I, the, he knows full well what he gets when... And, and he's like, dude, you're bringing us free scotch. I ain't gonna say shit. So, it's not like he pissed at it this no. time. <laughs> and, and, this typic- time. And, and typically, I warn them, okay, this is one, no, have this with water. Don't don't kill yourself. Although, admittedly, it would be fun to watch Jenna taste this un- un- unawares, and Jenna may or may not listen. There so. would be meeping. There would be meeping. Yeah. Oh, by the way, while, while the next port is happening, I did remember the story that I had intended to tell. Oh, yeah. I did my, so, eh, and then completely forgot. It's a funny story, and it involves child murder. Yeah, those are my favorite. So you were talking about how the Kingdom of Loathing is kind of a strange name. <clears throat> Once upon a time, we had a, a player who played K.O. Elman by the name Hippie Griff. And was kind of a, seemed kind of wonky, kind of a little neckbeardy, you know, but a lot of our players are. And would write in questions to our radio show and our podcast. And uh, eventually he, uh, he murdered a, a child. And they found the, the body in his bathtub. And so CNN, in researching his browsing history, found, like, weheartcannibals.com, you know, I would love to fucking eat people.com, childmurder.com, and Kingdom of Loathing. <laughs> and they went, ooh, Kingdom of Loathing, you say? So the currency in Kingdom of Loathing, because at the beginning of the game, when he was drawing all the initial images, he forgot to draw gold or, like, a sack of gold or something, but he had drawn a pork chop. Okay. So the currency for Kingdom of Loathing is meat. So now CNN goes, Kingdom of Loathing, you say. Currency is meat, is it? So their initial version of their story about him was, he blah, 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 and spent a lot of time frequenting an online role-playing game called Kingdom of Loathing. 
And they called uh, myself and Zach and asked for comments. And we said, go read some of the game text, if you would. Because I know you're thinking about this game that cannibals play where they murder people and they get meat to eat. And so they read the classes for our, our game. The Seal Clubber. The Seal Clubber hails from the Frigid Northlands because one character always hails from the Frigid Northlands. The Turtle Tamer. The Turtle Tamer fearlessly tames the most tame animals on the planet. The Disco Bandit. <laughs> Scampers hither and yon all live in fear of his moxie. The Accordion Thief. And after a while, you could just kind of watch their balloon deflate. <laughs> and they very quietly redacted the Kingdom of Loathing from the story. And they did not call us for a follow-up. <laughs> and that was kind of fantastic. But because of that, we had, for the time the story was up, we had probably 10,000 people come and make accounts and, and stay around and play. They were like, I... We're having a really good month this month, and I really don't feel okay about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you apparently, uh, KOLs of Trevor Base was the silver lining of that story. <laughs> I was like, thank you all for being like, come for the child murder, stay for the bad puns. <laughs> I, uh, I, oh, 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 there's been six years of bad luck for a cat in your pants. There's been quirkery. Yeah, there has been corkery. Um, do you have a corkscrew, my friend? <laughs> just in case no one can figure out what that was. So he just smacks the bottom of the bottle. And here, I've got a leather. Yeah, 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 it's Scotch. Scotch sideways, which is exactly what I wanted it to Scotch, do. So. Scotch shoots out across <laughs> onto his wall, which, you know, I really don't think is a bad thing to have. Except the fact that it hit right below the exposed light switch. Yeah, it'll be fine. <laughs> I've heard that scotch is really good for removing wallpaper. Except that's not wallpaper. Oh. Thinning paint, then. Yeah, try, try a pliers Smoke mark. scissors. <laughs> Smoke marks. Well, I don't have a pliers, jackass. <laughs> well, I do, jackass. I have an ass, Jack. So this will have a little bit of cork in it. It's, I feel like... Well, then you can pour the darkery into your glass and then spin around. So it's going to stay till the bottom. When, when I was... When oh, I was in, not When I was in the army, um, there was a guy who was a good friend. Nice guy. Oh. Gone through basic with him. Uh, some things went kind of pear-shaped uh, along the three years of active duty I spent with him and the rest of the folks. And um, he went AWOL towards the end. Okay, well, it happens. So then later, I find out he's been arrested, tried, and convicted, and is now sitting on death row for murdering two uh, senior citizens in Arizona hmm. at a rest stop. And, and the story is longer and, and much worse than that. But it was just sort of that, oh, I didn't expect him to be a double murderer. What do you know? Guess, guess you can never tell. Yeah, when that guy was asking us questions about optimizing the, the drops of the giants in Mount McLarge, which I did not think that he was also contemplating like killing someone and putting them in a bathtub. Yeah, it it just goes to show you that I'll probably kill you all in your sleep. Mm. It takes all kinds. As long as I'm those kinds. As, as long as you feed me some good scotch first, I will not care. <laughs> So what are we moved on to here? Uh, oh, we are now on the Gwen Falkless 17. And... Ooh. Yeah, I saved this for last for a fucking reason. 
Yeah, we, we were fans of the 14, I think, when we had it on the podcast. I, I had the 12 last week. The so. Farkless 14? I'm pretty sure that's what we had on the That podcast. sounds like a, you know, free the Farkless 14. <laughs> I was also one of the first scotches I gave to Aylan. Um, I, and, and that was one that, that I, I told them was going to be pretty good, and, and they all enjoyed it. So Yeah, it's the quote-unquote last independent uh, distillery in Scotland. Hmm. It's kind of a non-meaningful sentence. But no, actually, it really I, is. Well, I was going to say, if they mean not owned by a, uh, a conglomerate, a conglomerate. Okay. Yeah, they're, the last, they're the last family-owned. I mean, they're technically owned by okay. a corporation, but right. they're, they're, they're the last family-owned. Although... Although some of the, I mean, yes, there are a number of conglomerates that own a large number of distilleries. Diageo, Jim Beam. There are also some that have a, I believe, a few. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, if the if if it owns three distilleries, this it, is the last original family. Okay, fair enough. Eighteen fifty-seven. They haven't changed the label since then. It's the same family. It's the sons of the sons of the sons who who own it. Um, I gotta say this this month has been, as far as scotches were concerned, I had a real hard time not picking 18s and ups because this has been kind of a tough month for me. I had uh, I lost my phone today, which was awesome. Actually, I didn't lose it. I left it in the bathroom and because I had to plunge a toilet and I just forgot to pick my phone back up afterwards and it walked off. Right. You don't and, have a lost and found ring. Oh, we totally do not. And I talked to pretty much everybody that I could, and I called my phone, and then my phone turned off, mm. and, like, my work is, seriously, my work is full of the nicest fucking people you would ever meet. And this was, out of every single job that I've ever had, I would have never thought that this job would have been the one where something of mine would have walked away. Like, I would have never believed that there was somebody that was more of a dick than I was <laughs> At uh, at this job. Well, just so, you know, sure. that, that, that would take some doing. Yeah, yeah. I just, mean, just no. call just call your number at, at various times in the middle of the night. No, the phone is off. Right, but it might get turned on again. Yeah, I'm, well, I'm hoping. I've actually got the the Google set up the Android where I can ping my phone. Ah. So I've got that on my laptop. So I once I I would just home. I'm just gonna ping the shit out of it over and over and over again. Yeah. I've also I've also activated the remote wipe too. So as soon as they turn it on, it's good. remote wipe. But um, and then earlier in, in December, my uh, my dead man's eye decided to take a, a pretty serious turn, which is fantastic. I, I can only half see you right now, apparently, because my dead man's eye has has a, decided that it hates me. I had a cornea transplant about 15 years ago, hmm. and uh, so it decided that my implant decided to reject, no. which is great, which is those eye drops that you just watched me take were, were to keep my eye from deciding that it leaving. really, yeah, leaving. That's that's the, the specific example. So We'll just ignore the fact that you drove here. I'm sure that's hey, for you to do right now. You know, you know what? He's got another eye. Yeah. And a half. Mm-hmm. You only need legally to drive. You need one eye at twenty-four, legally. or or a seeing eye dog. Oh man, that'd be sweet. Bark if I need to turn. Twice for left and once for right. <laughs> Three Yowl times mean I just ran over a nun. Yeah, yowl for break. Um, I got peach. Yeah, that that's solid. Yeah, yeah. There's a 
Now the question is, is it a white peach or is it a regular peach? Mm. Well, right. Georgia I mean, peach. I mean, I, uh, I, I, I do have some confidence. I'm just saying. Because he doesn't listen to the show. No. <laughs> well, the fact that I'm on the show would mean he wouldn't listen to it. Right. Because apparently I'm a horrible person. Well, yes, but what does that have to do with anything? I mean, I'm on the show and you're a horrible person, so it... <laughs> <laughs> I will explain after the show. Yeah, some of my best friends That's, are horrible people. Let's just say that is, this is this is not something. Say, you you work with fearless. You, you know we're good. I'm yeah. not gonna put fair enough. Put that um, on the air. No. Um. I mean, there's a. Would it be a van, not vanilla? No, there there might be a yeah. little bit there. There's a touch of vanilla. Um. Some. Oh no no, honey. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Retail. I'll buy that. Very. Hard to say. Oh, definitely honey. Now that yeah. I'm going to reset. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's totally honey. The caramel is a little heavy on this, too. See, I, I'm thinking that the honey is completely overpowering the caramel. No, then there's a lot of honey in it. I mean, there, I, but, won't, but I won't. This is I very won't, dark, so you've got to. Yeah, like, I, won't, I won't deny that caramel exists here, but. Allspice? Right, maybe. Ah. I'm, I'm, I'm having trouble placing It's got a little. Non um, sharp. It's a very light, mellow spice, and I'm having trouble figuring out what it is. Um, Do I get hit if I say banana? No, no. But oh, no, there's definitely, there's definitely some overripe banana in here. Good call. That's what I was looking for. I knew, I knew there was some <laughs> fruit in here. So just, like, that's that's the thing. Just throw out anything you think you smell because. Because it's an extremely subjective art form, right? It's, a, it's incredibly well. It's incredibly subjective, and seriously, you've you've heard the tasting notes we fucking read. There's mm. <laughs> a reason. I mean, well, the, the, the cork dorkery has been. Thank you, Darren. Yeah, it's been heavy tonight. The cork dorkery. Well, I'm it, sorry. You know, it, the last month. I almost, I almost uh, am more offended when they don't put any tasting notes. Yeah. And they just go on about how their water is the shit. See, that that should be a point of, of you know, they're trying to scare you away. That they aren't even daring to put... Same same thing when they don't put an age on it. I'm sorry. See, see that that bothers me less because so many don't. Well, if you, if you said... Uh, and I, I know why they don't. But if you said... Um, a mix of, I'll, I'll just say, like, a mix of Glenn Farclas single malts, none younger than X. But when you put no age on it, I'm a cynic enough. Five. To be like, Five. okay, yeah. all of it is going to be... Technically, it could go as low as three, but chances are it's probably not much but, lower than... But when, you, when, you see, when you see no uh, no Take age, I'm, I'm my first thought is, this is as young as they can push it. And they're just trying to, like, stretch crap yeah. by adding a little good stuff. And I'm like, you know, if you if you want to make a blended single malt, if you, you know, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Just have the balls to say, um, or give a percentage. If you're afraid that people are going to read that it has some five-year, put, you know, 10% five-year, 50% 12-year, so, you know, it... Right. it it just, I, I'll drink it. There's been some really nice ones, but I really wish that they would say, this is... Oh, yeah, no age statement is a huge, huge red flag for me. 
See, I, I guess I haven't let that bother me because when we were first weaning into things like the, the McKellen cast strength that had no had well, the, statement. Well, cast strengths generally don't, but they're generally tenure, and, and that's kind of a given if you know your scotch. Huh. But the the, the, know, the the taste is crazy, isn't it? It's a, it's all about the butterscotch. That's that's all I'm getting in the palate is mm. butterscotch. I'm a, I'm a little disappointed. I like the nose very oh, much. No, was, yeah. where, where I was going to say is, is the no age statement stuff. I mean the 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 Glenmorangie line of things mm. that has for the most part been okay. I mean the 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 base ones. The the, the nectar you like. I like the Quinta Reuben. A lot of people like the Lasanta. Those are all solid. None of them have an age statement. It's true. Well, that is true. But yeah, this is depressing. Yeah. The, the nose was nose. really good. Fantastic. And the taste is not bad. It's just... It's not the nose. I really expected more. Mm. I like that it's not as sweet oh. as the other two. It has a little more of a darkness to it. I can appreciate that. Next time I'm going to make a slight revision. It's not butterscotch. It's butter rum lifesavers. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's got a very single singular... Flavor of, yeah, no, I mean, that, that's all it is. I mean, I, I'll acknowledge that. I mean, and that, and, and it's an alcohol. And you're right, it's not as bad as some. Mm-hmm. I'm just, it's one of those things where if you get a nose that is meh, and then a, and then a taste that's meh, you're like, okay. Oh, this was a this, very pleasant nose. But this was a really nice nose, and you really are like, oh, I can't wait to taste this. And mm-hmm. you taste it, and you're like... Huh. I, I, okay. I'm going to smell this for the next couple hours. I mean, I'll, I'll acknowledge that the palate is far less complex than the nose. The nose has got a lot of things going on with it. The palate's got the one flavor. But it's not a bad flavor. And no. It, and, and it does that flavor well. I, mm, I like here's, it. Here's the thing. The, no, the, the palate is not representative of the nose. doesn't need to be. And it often isn't. The nose is better. Like, it's... That's subjective. I actually, I find the it finish... It is subjective. That's why I'm telling you what my opinion is, because that's what we fucking do <laughs> Well, here. I know that. What I'm saying, though, is the fact that the, the disconnect between the palate and the nose is bothering you so much, I don't think that's a problem, because a lot of the time, that's what happens. I, I have to say the... It's a, it's a little sharp in the, in the finish. But the, I'll tell you I that. Didn't, the, the palate, while disappointing, was not bad. I'm finding the finish to be a little... Chalky. Um, yeah, a little chalky, and um, and makeup stuff. Well, it, it, this 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 reminds me of the palettes that I don't like, or the the, the finishes that mm-hmm. I don't like. That I chalky is as good as any other word I've come up with. Um, a little a little cloying, a little um, earthy. Yeah, no, no, I was gonna say that earthy is where I was gonna go. It, it, it's got an earthiness to it. It's, a little bit of heather, I think, is sitting on the on the finish for me, and uh, I I'm not a big fan of it uh, of the finish. Yeah, it, it's not quite as earthy as the Craigenmore finish, but it's it's reminiscent of wet. The nose mm. smells the way that it tastes dry, and it, I am not a fan. Putting the water in completely flattened it out. For me, it made it a little bit sweeter and a little bit blander, and anything that was like cloudy, smoky, dark that I was enjoying is gone. So it's I definitely like it without the water. Very astringent. This is not my happy face. Aaron is not making his happy face. No. Oh, I'm not. 
Yeah, the, the, the nose is less pleasant. And, I, and I'm not saying I'm getting the butter rum or the butterscotch in the nose. I, it's certainly altered, and it's certainly less pleasant, I will agree with. But I don't know. I'm getting um, I think I'll try to burnt rubber. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe maybe some, some, some shoe polish. Turpentine. Yeah. Nail polish remover. Yes, nail polish remover. These are scotch adjectives. Raindrops on roses? No. Kidneys? No, there's no, none of that. Right. I will well, say this. I don't know. We might be getting the brown paper pack just tied up with string here. I added a lot of water. And while it removes the palate and the nose, the finish just becomes alcohol and loses the astringent quality. So I like it better. There's a ringing endorsement. Thank you. I I do ringing. <laughs> yeah, I, I, got, I got to say that wet is not doing anything for me, really. No. Like, I don't even get to just, like, idly smell it, which I love to do with the scotch. Ooh, put a little bit more water in. What am I getting here? I'm getting just the slightest bit of alcohol in the nose with Mine the extra like water in it. I'm getting, uh, <laughs> what does water smell like, you may ask? Uh, nothing. Uh-huh. Fair enough. <laughs> I'm getting some, some vanilla, maybe a, a touch of smoke. Yeah, I'll see your vanilla. I'm, I think the smoke is crazy. There we go. I finally got past the burn... To put enough water in it to just taste some, like, a little bit of floral, a little bit of that, like, butter rum. I'm thinking some about. hair. Did you say pear or hair? Hair. Okay. It was really like maybe your mustache is in the glass. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a mustache. I trimmed that thing yesterday. Yeah, can you not? I can't handle the mustache in the in the mouth. It's no good. Yeah, no, I, I can't either. I chew on it, and then it makes me crazy. <laughs> I rub LSD on my mustache. <laughs> And I chew on it and it makes me crazy. It's kind of actually a great plan. Yeah, with too much water, it's just bland. There's just this subtle hint to look. It's flavored water, but I can't tell you what the flavor is. It's just meh. I found kind of a sweet spot with the water, but it's still not mm. the favorite thing I've ever tasted. Now it's awesome. <laughs> it's pairing drinks as well. Oh, that's. I it's, think there. It's very important. I think there is a point where this gets. Solid. 43% shouldn't have required that much water to make it good, which is very sad. Yeah, I suppose I, I should read the damn thing, huh? Mm, I, I, can I, I read it? I think in general most people... Oh, like, do, you want, do you want to read it? I would love to read it. I, I, I will be happy to give it a I think most people are like in the 14 year or in the 17 year. I do like the color of the top. It's shiny. I'll go with that. Very coppery. Mm. It's a bright copper kettle. Alright, you guys. This is not just a bottle of 17-year-old Highland Malt. It is the result of 170 years of tradition and experience, of secrets carried and nurtured through six generations of my family here in the heart of Speyside. Many have wondered at the origins of the unique taste of Glen Farkness. Some believe the secret lies in the tumbling waters of the green burn married with fresh Highland air. Others believe it is our great copper stills which continue to be direct-fired. And some believe the secret is my family's uncompromising commitment to maturing Glen Farkless in the best oak casks in traditional Dunnage warehouses. Wherever the secret lies, we invite you to share in enjoying and savoring Glen Farkless. John Ellis Grant. Farkless. Farkless. He's not a Farklet. Farkless at all. Maybe he's a Farklet. <clears throat> yeah, he's one of the little Farklers. <laughs> Yeah, and nothing, so nothing to indicate what that might taste like. Is there anything on the bottom? Yeah, well, look. 
Government warning. According to the Surgeon General, women should not drink alcoholic beverages during pregnancy because of the risk of birth defects. Consumption of Shit. alcoholic beverages Hold on, I gotta call your driving ability of a car or operate, operate machinery and may cause health problems. What about flight? Can I be a pilot and drink this? Apparently, yes, from the so stories I was hearing. I, uh, I used to work with the guy who used to be a pilot. He was on the news because... He was on cocaine. That just makes you react faster, right? <laughs> That's right. It's a performance-enhancing drug, I feel. Yes. If I, by performance you mean... <laughs> I, I, I do believe that is why the Olympics bans that particular substance. I mean, it's Peruvian Martian power. Yeah. I love the fact that for um, snowboarders, marijuana is considered a performance-enhancing substance because for anything else that's so not... Like, for the 100-meter dash, being stoned off your ass is not going to help at all. The luge. Yeah, luge, no way. Like, the thing where you run and then you shoot, nothing. But if you're doing, like, a sick kickflip, half-pipe, twisted, sister, Agnes, wrinkled scrotum, 180, then absolutely. That's you have to be so. stoned. <laughs> Nobody has ever done a twisted kickflip, 370, butter, rum, uh liver spotted pate while not being stoned. I'm I'm fairly certain that uh, Robin Williams and his uh, Weapons of Mass Distraction uh, comedy album has a a bit that is talking about pot as a performance enhancing drug for extreme sports. Thank you for bookending this podcast with discussions of awesome people who are dead. It's my move. Who are recently dead. Yeah. Seriously, you know who rocks Joan Rivers? I hope nothing happens to her. Fuck 2014. Seriously, <laughs> like from from like July on has just been this downward spiral of death yeah, of people. Yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. We lost someone at Convergence, and then we lost oh, Robin, and fuck. we lost Joan, and we lost Bill, we lost Gus. And it's just not been. There was somebody at BNet. Yeah, it's just not been good. By the way, the interview, funny movie. Yeah, I Fun. downloaded it. I totally haven't watched it yet. You, you few bastards have gotten to see it. I, I stop fucking dying. I actually, yeah. Yeah, no shit. You asked. The Surgeon General recommends not, not to dying. Um, yeah, I got to I got to see it, and then Seth Rogen and the director came out and gave a Q&A. Hmm. Um, and uh, it was funny. Name dropper. Yeah, really totally. No, no, this was pre, pre-Deadly Threats. Um, it was funny because one of the questions was, have you been threatened? Yeah. He's like, no. If it was, I if it was, if I had been threatened, you wouldn't see me because this is a movie. I have no desire to risk my life for a movie. <laughs> <laughs> what was funny is the guy. Uh, I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but uh, Eminem is in it briefly, mm. and he was asked, "What's he like to work with?" Turns out, awesome. That's He's like. Cool. Like, you know, we, we got a call. Eminem wants to speak to you. And they're like, oh, God, this is, you know. And, no, he's like, so what should I wear? Yeah. What would you like me to wear? And another, he called again. It was a, later, you know, another Are you day. sure it was the real Stim Cheney? Yeah. And, uh, he stood up. <laughs> he's like, you know, I was thinking we could go one line farther in the rap for these reasons. Hmm. It's like, yeah, apparently he was a delight to work with and very professional and wanted to make sure everything went well. And uh, and they were just like, oh, oh, wow, who knew? <laughs> I'll keep that in mind if I ever need my hips hopped professionally. But but uh, the the movie that I recommend you see you see Kingsman. 
See Kingsman. Mm-hmm. Fucking awesome film. By the way, my role as the uh, horror show hot dog host, the movie to watch this year, two of them actually, uh, The Babadook and The Honeymoon. Both of them are, you can watch them if you're not a horror person, you will probably be behind a couch at some point, but just amazingly well done, just fantastically full of subtext and crunchy goodness and still effective horror movies as well, which doesn't happen a lot. Good character work and both female directors, which makes me super happy that more women are breaking into the field. Friend so, of mine saw Babadook. Friend of mine saw Baba Ganoush and thought it was awesome. His now, now my my fondness with uh, with horror show hot dog is the fact that locally um, in October we, we have the local uh, Twin Cities Horror Festival, and for the last two years running, they've had the privilege of being able to uh, do a live riff tracking, effectively, of God. some horrible movie. Uh, last year it was pretty good. It was Spellcaster. Spellcaster. And that, that, that was a pretty bad movie. Sorry, Adam Ant as the devil. Nice. But this year... Uh, well, he it was don't a, drink, don't smoke. The, the, but he, but he does his damn soul. The, 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 this year was a treasure that uh, Patton Oswalt has ranted on in a comedy album. Uh, it was Deathbed. Deathbed that eats. And, yeah. Deathbed is a... It is a gift wrapped in a gift wrapped in a gift. It just gives and gives and gives. Just when you think it could not be any more joyful, it has something else that is entirely stupid to show you. <laughs> it's like, oh, you've seen the bed eat things by, like, the person kind of sinks into the bed, foam rises up like a hot tub at, at Convergence, and then, like, you get a shot of, like, a yellow tank of water where things rot away like they're they're soaked in acid, while on the soundtrack you have the sound of someone eating an apple. <laughs> That's how it starts. So just by like, but then you get the, the history of the deathbed, and it has a convoluted backstory. Of course it does. And it has an origin story, and it has a, a weird way to kill it. It has five minutes of a woman crawling across a room to escape the deathbed. Nice. At which point... Having watched her crawl with her broken ass legs across the entire room, like twenty feet, and then uh, upstairs, yeah, the bed whips a sheet out like a tentacle, which it has never done before, <laughs> and grabs her and yanks her back and eats her in the bed. And it's, ah, uh, I can't explain to you how much joy this movie brings, but it's Ma- Christmas. I, it is Christmas I, and Halloween all world. Of the I world. wanted to go see that on Halloween night. It was just, awesome. It was. It was well worth. You gotta see the movie. It's it's streaming on YouTube. My yeah, excellence. Yeah. There's so, zero commitment. So you have nothing to lose but pieces two, of your finite life. <laughs> two quick things. One at BNAT uh, Buttonamathon, which I got to see in Austin, Texas. Word. Um, we got to see uh, a movie that is not coming out until next Christmas. Mm. Because uh, for uh, which is really too bad because it was awesome. Uh, I think it was called Christmas Horror Stories or or some variation on those three words. And it was basically four vignettes interwoven Ooh. for horror Christmas stories. Christmas horror anthology. Holy shit. That's yeah. amazing. And it was a lot of fun. Hmm. Um, uh, we got to see um, Trick or Treat, mm-hmm. which is, if you have not seen, you should. It is most awesome. I happen to like Trick or Treat even better, but this was... I'm not a big horror movie fan, and I really enjoyed this. Um, now, Jack Frost? Are you... We just did Jack Frost. Yeah. So, 
So the, you know, one of the reasons that my wife knew that I must love her before I proposed is we were going to, she, they, she used to, she's from Detroit and they did a bad movie night hmm. and they would do bad movies and watch them. And of course, you know, make snide comments as like you do. And she, we were going out to visit her friends. I had not yet proposed and she told me they were doing Jack Frost and I gritted my teeth and said, I would love to go with her. Hmm. She later found out I thought she meant the comedy. <laughs> the Michael Keaton, the Michael as, a snowman. Keaton as a oh, snowman. Yeah. Which That is love, man. Because bad comedies, I mean bad anything else is hilarious. Mm. Bad comedies are just painful. Yeah, and yeah. when she found out that I thought she was meaning that one, she's like, Oh my god, no, we're not that stupid. <laughs> it was it was the bad Jack Frost. Uh, horror movie with We're it. going to watch Shannon Elizabeth get raped by a carrot nose. Right, that is right. Like, like, you, you know. The whole point of Jack Frost. But, but that, was, that was where she was like, wow. <laughs> you love You man. came with me to see, you thinking you were going to see that? Wow. <laughs> I scored major points with that one. Ooh, yeah. hey, speaking of scoring major points. Yeah, well, quick, quick segment before we get to that. Uh, I, I, I will say, if you want to hear more about Buttonomathon, I, I would highly recommend listening to a, another podcast to which we've had one of the co-hosts on. Uh, Wendy Bowlesby is a co-host with uh, Melissa Carriger, who will be on with us at some point soon, um, on Xanadu Cinema Pleasure Dome. And uh, they recently, their, their, their most recent episode is completely about Buttonomathon. As well it should be, because, yes. you know, that's 12, mo- 12 or 13 movies. Mm-hmm. I lost count. Yeah, this this is the second being at that they've done uh, an episode about. So, um, yeah. Anyway, uh, as Josh pointed out, we do need to score this puppy. So, thoughts, gentlemen, because I'm going to be Canada again. I'm just warning you all. Um, or, or, or you know what? Fine, I'll, I'll, we'll get Canada out of the way. Uh, neat. I really liked this. Um, I, I like. Butterscotch and, and butter rum, so that it's kind of a nice spot for me. I mean, I didn't like it, like it. I liked it. I'm gonna give it a three four, which is higher than I expect any of the rest of you to rate it. Um, but I, I thought it was it was okay. Certainly, I preferred the fourteen. The smell saved its ass for me. Although using the phrase "ass" and "smell" in the same sentence doesn't really go for a, a, a plus. Well, it just speaks to where this is going. Um, I'm going to go to seven. Uh, I didn't really enjoy it. Um, the smell was delightful, neat. Uh, wet, I have no positive things to say. The taste was marginal. With enough water, this becomes very fine. Saying that, by the 12, too fine. Yeah, this was not my least favorite of the evening, but I think my second least favorite. I was delighted to have something that wasn't super sweet. Once you add a drop of water to it, that fixes the not being sweet problem, I feel like. Uh, it was less astringent than the previous, but I still, like, it was about as good as the, the first one. I would give it about a two and a half. Before we close out, I'm, I'm going to bring up the fact that I, I completely forgot to mention something in the first episode that I'm probably going to actually put in the show notes because I, I don't want people to miss it. Um, BBC Radio 4 has actually recently done a rendition uh, for radio of uh, Terry Pratchett and Neil Gaiman's book Good Omens hmm. um, as, a, as an audio drama and I have personally in the week since it's come out listened to it in full three times um, I, I've always loved the story um, 
Terry and Neil actually make cameos <coughs> in the first episode. Nice. Um, and so you have to pay attention. They actually are even using their real names. So if, if you listen for it, you'll, you'll, you'll find it pretty easily. Um, but on, on, on repeat listens, uh, I get a giggle every time, um, knowing that it's them. And uh, like I said, I, I've been a big fan of the story. I've probably read it four or five times in, in the years that I've owned it. BBC um, Radio 4, you say? BBC Radio 4. It's on the website. I will try to put a link in the show notes of both this episode and the previous one. Um, so retroactively, if you're trying to figure out why the hell that link was there, uh, this is why. Uh, I do have it on my Facebook, so any of you who's linked to me personally uh, can easily get to it. Um, or your time traveler. Or that. So, yeah. Um, like I said, I'm, I'm a big fan of audio dramas. I mean, uh, as, as Josh mentioned, he, he's written for Big Fun Radio Fun Time, which is Fearless Comedy Productions uh, radio comedy hour that we put out quarterly. Uh, I've been to all but three, yeah, two or three of the live recordings I've missed. Uh, I had to miss the last one. I had a friend in town. But uh, a new episode of that will also be going up soon. Did you have a one? In, not in that one? one. No. You're not in that one. But uh, I, I keep meaning to, to write something for that myself. I'm trying to, to get more on, on that. But uh, coming up in a few months, we also have uh, Die Laughing, the 2015 edition. So that'll be in March, early March. So I'm going to start putting the word out about that now. Uh, I do not know whether or not I'm going to be performing in anything, uh, but I do think I will be involved with the uh, the pre-show challenge. So as soon as there's more about that and something to link, I will put that link up on the website as well. So, well, and we'll, during Die Laughing, we will most likely be raffling off a, a guest yes, spot again. Actually, that, because, that that is a good point. We because, will, you know, we... Who did we beat? Burn Brew? Uh, yes, we did beat Vernon Brew. Uh, yeah. So, we, so the gauntlet is being thrown down again, bitches, because we kicked your ass, even though you've got way more viewers than we do. Yeah. Well, Listeners. that just means that ours are higher quality. That's right. That's right. N- no. People they, will pay to be on our show. They, they, they have deeper pocketbooks. <laughs> really this is America. Those two things are synonymous. Higher <laughs> quality and deeper pockets. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm gonna wash my brain out now. <laughs> Just yes. drink more scotch; it'll all oh, work no. out. Oh yeah, gotcha. All right, so uh, we gotta close out with another toast. So, has anybody got anything prepped for this one? If no, do no, go for it. Here's to those who sail their ships at sea. Fuck everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> Here, I'm...